0: Hey listen to Commander Cook Podcast, episode 159. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan today. We're gonna to do our year-end review preview show. Now hit our theme song Hey Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What's going down? Whole ton is going down. We're gonna take a break from our arc of the others, where we review decks that were designed by other content creators from across the world, and we're going to instead focus on the year that was 2019 and the year that will be 2020. But before we do that, we're gonna thank our official sponsor, FaceToFaceGames.com. They're Canada's biggest Magic store.
1: Ooh, very much so. I'm sure we'll include them in some of our 2019 that was discussion.
0: Maybe. I mean, they're fine. They're around you probably shop there. They're there too. Where you shop? Yeah, they are. They're on the internet and stuff. Yeah, they're on the internet. (laughs) You can buy cards from there. It's cool. Yeah. If you would like to shop there, you can totally tag them and us in a social media post and you could get yourself entered to win $25 in store credit. Ooh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Or any of our episodes that are posted on the content portion of their website, if you leave us a little comment, you know, Ryan and Brando, good guys, good pickup, face-to-face com. Correct. That'll get you entered too. Yeah. We give away 25 bucks to their website. You could buy anything you want with it. I buy stuff from them frequently. I do as well. And they're good. They ship fast. Despite it being the holiday season, I got all my stuff last week. Excellent. Oh, baby. And I'm excited. I haven't even played with it yet. <laughs> but I'm excited.
0: <laughs> Probably by the time this episode airs, I will have played with it. But as of right now, nope. Yeah, there's no guarantees. There's no guarantees. I, we were talking, I guess, last week now, or two weeks ago now, about Whoa. the Vaishino Heretic where I put it into my Noran deck, and I've never drawn it, and that's been a good three or four weeks.
1: Yep. I don't even know when we were talking about that. The moral of the story is we are recording this. There's still two weeks left in the year that is 2019, so barring any crazy stuff, we're going to capture all of it.
0: Yeah, like barring any of the uh, like secret lairs coming in, Folded off like hot dog buns.
1: Or any weird Theros beyond death
0: stuff that isn't out as of like the middle of December. There's maybe 20 cards previewed. Yeah, there's a few preview cards that are out and we'll get to that later on in the episode. But
1: Yeah, we've got some some stuff with Theros earmarked, if you will. Yes. First, social media coordinates and deck giveaway. We're going to give the deck away next week because that'll be the last episode in the arc of others where we feature our good friend Joy Schultz's
0: list from edh reccast yes so social media coordinates you can find us at cco podcast and cco brando on twitter and tapped out.net you can send us emails show suggestions deck lists if you're another content creator or if you're not we want to see them anyway at CommanderCookout at gmail.com uh no nudes 2019 your favorite nudes of 2019 oh my god what are nudes going to look like in 2020 we don't know who can say if you're in a position also to help the channel grow, you can check us out on patreon.com slash podcast. You can find the show anywhere better podcasts are found. You can find us on Facebook and YouTube and anywhere else on the entire internet. And if you're looking for a more succinct and written out list of those things, you can check out the show notes down below or you can check out our contact page at our official official home on the entire internet, commandercookout.com.
1: Very much so. And speaking of patrons, we do have a special Christmas gift Patreon giveaway. This is going to be the last one because this is the last episode day of the arc of the year of the 2019. Not the arc, but the year. Yeah. So, playmat for, signed or unsigned, you let us know. I'm trying to beat Brandon to the air horn. Dalton Brazier.
0: You get the Zoom sound instead. So I couldn't it's, find the other it's, it's the first one I can open
1: and click on. <laughs> so, Zoomy, Speedy, Dalton, Brazier, get at us. We'll get at you. However it works, we'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> Got there, sucker. God damn it. <laughs>
1: Congratulations. Big thank you to all of the patrons and listeners and new YouTube subscribers. Maybe we should just get into it. What do you think? Sure. So... 2019, maybe the best year for Commander Cooko Podcast? Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I want to say it was our, our second, like, full year. We're starting year three, in air quotes, 2020 in March. Wow. Yeah,
0: hey. Yeah, that's a thing. We we're like grizzled vets. Yeah, we're getting there.
1: We we talked on the, maybe it was the pre-show, maybe it was the, a show a couple of weeks ago, we talked about, like, eh, kind of having a schedule and and our preparedness like I put the show notes together I email them out to you you check them out you do all the editing you cut out all of the stuff that we kind of screw up or <laughs> some of the edits are really funny you keep them in and <laughs> and um, so that's kind of how we do it right yeah behind the scenes though we have grown the YouTube channel I guess that's not behind the scenes.
0: But yeah, people can see that and realize life. Yeah,
1: what what they can't see is you know we we work hard on the studio. We built some sound panels. We got some additional lighting. We we work hard on the YouTube content, even though it's like I don't know. I'm gonna call it low budget, but we do it because it's fun. Yeah, and we get to crack packs. We get to drink beer, and it's our own little way of like opening up to CCO Nation. I think that's important for us as creators, and for us to say that and to kind of let people in to okay. see behind the curtain. And
0: as humans, like we've met lots of really cool people and we get to kind of, I don't know, I feel that it's a little bit more interacting when you can see a person talking to you. Yeah. So it's it's a thing. And, and when,
1: when you're looking directly at the lens of the camera, as opposed to like a computer screen or just me and you looking at each other when we're recording the show, when you're looking at the camera, it actually feels like you're talking to somebody out there. If you're thinking of somebody when you are are talking to the camera, feels like we're talking to them. Yeah, so I like that. So shout out to everybody who follows and consumes the YouTube content and comments and is a part of it, and the creative team for sending in Ask Me Anything questions. And uh, it's it's uh, it's been good. I like that the YouTube I, thing.
0: I like Ask Me Anything questions the most. They're my favorite thing. So yeah,
1: if you have any of those,
0: let yeah. us know. I we- will answer virtually anything. <laughs> What that, I don't want to know what that means, but now that you said that, I'm sure we're going to get it. Now, this is an important thing, because I have a favorite everything. I have a least favorite everything, or I really try. And... I really try to hate on shit. Well, well, no, I really try to have a favorite everything or a least favorite everything so I can always interact with people on whatever axiom they're trying to interact with me yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And if there's anything that I don't have an answer to, I will take the time to come up with an answer, because I like it. That's You know what? You had, you had me at you have a favorite everything, and
1: part of what I've come to realize over the my lifetime of knowing you but in particular the the 3 years that we've done this is if there is good to be found in something like you're a curmudgeon you you oh, yeah. you dump on lots of stuff hell yeah but if i ever have anything that is like if i need to find good in something i can lean on you to find it right and whatever it is even if it sucks there is some light at the end of the tunnel. Unless it's the color white.
0: Yeah, then
1: which you don't really like. But if I said best part of
0: white, right now, what's the best thing in white that you like? That it is a secondary color and it always will be. <laughs>
1: that's not what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs>
0: oh man. I thought
1: you were gonna say it's got the best removal or if you need to sweep the board, that's it. It's got Tef's protection, like all
0: these things, right? No. Nope. No, it's that it is secondary to every other color, and I am totally on board with that. And that is Brando's favorite thing about white. That is correct.
1: <laughs> uh, that's and that's what I mean. It's like, <laughs> I, I was looking for some technical piece of advice, and I got like an actual hard belly laugh instead. And that <laughs> is very important, not only for the partnership, but also for the podcast and this and all of CCO Nation to know that. Um, we like to think outside the box and Brando's the creative. He comes up with most of the ideas and and I kind of expand on them. That's a little bit of what my job used to be is is taking the direction that the, the big boss man wanted and then like trying to make it stick within like, the provincial labor laws and with the union, I tend yeah. to have to fucking bend the rules a little bit to make it work.
0: Yeah, man, you're the structure of the whole show. You're, That's the, it. you're, the, you're the backbone of how everything works. That's a real thing. You get a you, you deserve a lot of credit for the amount of work that you put into the show that we have here.
1: Oh, there we go. Yeah. So enough of that circle jerk. Yeah. Um, I hate you. You suck.
0: Yeah, you, I also hate you. And you're a curmudgeon. Yeah, we're barely friends. Yeah. <laughs> you're never coming over and drinking beer again. But, What? Well, same to you.
1: Challenge. <laughs> we'll see how that long that lasts. Brando's. Uh, I, I can't. I can't waste all the all the hot Brando takes. So we'll, we'll get back on track. Here. Drive out to your house tonight and drink beer. Show you. You could. We're having a party. <laughs> you don't work with Rebecca, but you work with me. It's true. And I mean, you could just pretend that you work with Rebecca.
0: I mean. Yeah, I know all about physio. I know all about well, muscles yeah. and G- get this. Athletics.
1: I f- I fit in with a bunch of fucking doctors and like like medical therapists as well as you do. <laughs> trust me, <laughs> trust me. My wife's whole family is doctors and dentists. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, final thing on YouTube. Sure. Uh, it it seems small compared to you know other creators we've featured like Lexicon and DJ from Jumble Commander and Command Cast and uh, G- Command Zone podcast I should say the Lighthouse yeah um, we've had almost fifty thousand downloads on YouTube this year that's incredible that's nice, good guys. for us we f- fuck all those big guys yeah, we man. don't care if they've gotten a million downloads we got fifty
0: thousand yeah dude that's that's a very big number
1: fifty thousand is like obtainable for the everyman. It's not like some gold standard like unicorn yeah.
0: number of like 1.5 million. And if you have 50,000 of virtually anything that you want, you're doing good. Yeah, something that you want. Yeah, like if I had 50,000 chocolate chips right now, oh, oh you baby. better believe I would soon have less than 50,000 chocolate oh, yeah, 100%. chips. 100%. I don't I don't want to say the exact number because
1: people will hold us to that and sponsors and potential ad Placement people from 2020 that we've been talking to will get mad at us, but
0: hundreds of thousands of downloads of the podcast—that's that's a really big number yeah, too. That's incredible. We and we owe all of that to you guys. So so thank you very very much. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, like I only download the show myself like a thousand times every week. <laughs>
1: yeah, me too. You do that? <laughs> I, I I built like I built like bots and bought like 15 computers to just click on our podcast over and over again so it gets like. <laughs>
0: No, um, I don't. I don't have the technical savvy to do uh, any of that me neither, stuff. Me neither. Me oh, neither. Man. Me neither. Yeah,
1: we could. We could have hired a third-party company to just download our cast for us like seven hundred sure thousand he times. Could it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do it. We could just like, <laughs> just I don't know, pay him in the tequila and absinthe
0: that he drank at my house.
1: <laughs> he sleeps <laughs> on my couch all the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the man can't hold his liquor, but he's also responsible enough to not drive home.
1: Yes. And I, I, I just know, right, that he's going to stay over. So I, I know he's got to have a pillow and a blanket, and then he's, he's good. So shout out to all the CCO Dude Bros in 2019. A bunch of them are patrons. A bunch of them support us in other ways, like helping us with the website or ideas. They're sometimes active members of our Discord. They come to events with us, like Jesse, Steve, Joel, uh, F the, all of those guys, by the way. Evan and Joe were there sometimes. Evan and Joe, Alex, like they all come to face-to-face events or magic fests with us. We can either split costs, food, beer. We have a great time with them, of course, because we're actually friends with them.
0: Yeah, I, it turns I, out. I That's mean, good. whatever, it's fine. But... Shout out to those guys. Yeah. And we've made some new uh, dude bros in law, like Aiden from EDHM, and and yep. a bunch of those guys. And Lenny and Steven from down in, in California. We'll hopefully yep. get to see them again real soon.
1: And all of the gentlemen that were in the uh, 2019 Vegas Rotisserie Draft, like Dan Krause, Ginger Joe, uh, the CMDR Central guys, <clears throat> Commander Social
0: guys, Ryan and Zach. I will not be the first out next year, by the by.
1: No, and it's going to get bigger. Like, J.J. Joe already messaged me because DJ fucking destroyed us on Twitter with that that Penthouse video. Dude. So good. Follow DJ on Twitter, at Jumbo Commander, and watch that Penthouse video because we were trash-talking him, and he came right back strong as ever with a rubber-banded
0: Commander deck inside his backpack. (laughs) (laughs) On the upside to him doing that video... I really appreciate it on like a specific level because I did a video like that where I was really excited to see the room that I really wanted to show Kyla and then it got deleted and then DJ made one and I showed that to her and said, look at this room! Look at it! It's crazy! And she was lo- like, Brando, why are you so excited? This yeah, is, that's really incredible. It's, it's just geez.
1: a giant hotel room with like 14 foot ceilings, Brando. Floor to ceiling windows that overlooks the strip. Like, get over it. Yeah, <laughs> with, with a pool and beer
0: in it. What the hell? <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, so shout out to all those guys. We we did that event for charity, which is going to, I'm sure, be a trend at upcoming Magic Fests that other creators are at that we can, I'll call it partner with, but what that really means is we jam games, we drink a bunch of beer, we do good things for kids somewhere, no. which is
0: important. And we get to play Magic and meet new people, which is the most fun thing you can do. Yeah, 100%. Yeah.
1: The rest is just gravy, like donating to kids that like, because we have this platform is like pure gravy on top of doing what we love doing.
0: Yeah, we get to do what we love and help people. I mean, that's that's a pretty big deal, I think.
1: So we talked about some events. We attended, I think, two face-to-face events locally, semi-locally, and there was hop inside side events both times. We gave away packs both yep. times. So big shout out to face-to-face games for working with us, making all that possible. We attended two magic fests one in vegas one in calgary
0: both were a great time yes
1: we got ranched and then ranched on cedh players that lied to us in march and then about a month and a half later at the beginning of may they introduced rule zero which is a way that allowed players to they they made it a rule that we have to make sure all the players are on the same page good change
0: Yeah, that's the best change they could have possibly made, especially based on our experience in Calgary, where there were people out there specifically there to wreck people.
1: Yeah, and with that, shortly after came the announcement from Channel Fireball that they are going to be including areas at Magic Fests specifically for casual play and that they were going to be restructuring prize support for things like Commander. So if that wasn't enough, shortly after that, in August, so several months after the the Rule the Zero change, they announced the Command Zone, the Commander area as we call it, at Magic Fest Las Vegas. It was the first time they did that, and it was going to be a way to, we're going to call it monetize the Commander events if people didn't want to buy the fanatic package. So if you bought the Fnatic package, you got vouchers for games and a promo and some land and blah blah blah. If you didn't want that and you wanted to buy the command zone, you get a you get like a uh, a promo sol ring, yeah. And they could still get their money out of you by offering you this premium play experience.
0: Good change, I think it was a good change, and it to me it came with some baggage. Okay, and I think that that baggage is. Yes, you can still show up to mag- to a Magic Fest and play Commander with people casually, but you're gonna have you're gonna be less successful at that because most of the people probably just paid money to go into the commander area. And since they've monetized the commander area, it makes just showing up and playing some games inaccessible to some people who didn't want to spend that money. So there was still some amount of the population that was left
1: out to play at the casual, casual, free tables.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that is that is what it is. But I think that if you want to show up and meet new people and play Commander with new people, most of them are going to be in this pay-for-play area. Yes. And... That did leave some people out, and there were a few people that I met who just, they didn't buy commander packages, they just showed up thinking they were going to play some games, and they ended up just playing with their friends that they came with. The friends that they already play with all year. Yeah. So, I mean, there's good and bad in everything, and I think that while the command zone, commander area was great, and is great, and will be great going forward, I think that there are a couple of hiccups for the people who don't want to show up and pay whatever money dollars it is going to be to get access to that area.
1: Yeah, so I guess... And and to each argument there's a counter argument or a devil's advocate where it's like, okay, you could have bought just one day pass. Sure. It's like hundred bucks, right? It's a hundred bucks for four days at Vegas. Yeah. And most other GPs are three days. Vegas is four. Fine. So you play for four days. If you wanted one day, you could buy it for thirty bucks. Okay, you're still paying to play. And if you buy the four day pass, you got a Sol Ring and you got vouchers to play in on demand events right and the on-demand events play pay out a a a amount of prize tickets that you could cash in for tickets or booster packs if you're going to buy any of those anyways they restructured some of the 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 pricing at the prize wall which i don't think we're going to get into
0: because it's a little bit too much minutia for covering the whole year let's just say as commander players and people who love commander to everybody out there who isn't we're really sorry what we did to you
1: Yeah, they restructured it, and they restructured the prize payout for Commander, and it made it such that they took away, like, that steep prize payout for, like, the Commander events that people had to pay for, and when they took that away, it kind of changed how much tickets were
0: worth, air quotes.
1: Yeah, and how much tickets were going into... The, the the prize well so they had to restructure some of the prizes. Of course Channel Fireball got their way because they monetized all the thousands of players playing Commander across all the different yeah. Magic Fests. For us, like if you got the four day pass, you still got a Sol Ring that you could trade in. That foil Sol Ring, Smitty traded in for like hundred and forty bucks trade value. Yeah, like that day. He 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 took like forty bucks and at that Sol ring and he walked away with a tropical island. That's it's pretty good. good. Right? And that is Sol Ring goes in every deck, but Tropical Island could go in every deck that's blue and green, Yeah, right, which is lots of decks. And Sol Ring comes in every Commander product. So if you already have a bunch of Sol Rings and you just want to get all of your money back from playing in the Commander area, take that Sol Ring and just go and get a $100 bill from a vendor. While you don't get your Sol Ring, you still do get that pay-to-play experience essentially for free.
0: Which is never a bad thing in theory
1: yeah and you know what like not all bad because there were other ways to re-obtain that soul ring albeit not in foil but you could have gone to the commander party right and that did sell out and they are taking steps in 2020 to make sure that that is a more accessible feature to magic fest where they can get bigger rooms to accommodate more people Right, The problem that they ran into was not the, oh, we want to make this super exclusive, but for certain convention rooms that they book, they have to pay money at these convention centers, and then the fire code dictates that only so many people can fit in the room. It's like, that's a problem that is easily dealt
0: with. Yeah, I've 100% been to events like that where they didn't take that kind of care. And what ended up happening is 50,000 people showed up to a thing that 35,000 people could legally be in, and then you had 15,000 people waiting outside of a building, all pissed off because they paid all that money too, and they didn't get to go to the show. Yeah. So I understand how all that works.
1: So yeah, you could get that for a smaller price than the commander area four-day pass, and you'd still get a Sol Ring, right? Yeah. Which is great. And you get your soul ring. You get your commander party. You can play at the command zone for free if you trade your soul ring, and that's great. Going forward, all 2020 Magic Fests are gonna have commander areas. Cool. That is actually really good because, I mean, we did it, everybody. We did, yeah. And you know what? That's gonna. They are. I bet you going to continue to look at prize wall, kind of, and prize payout structure to make sure that that giving out prize tickets is lucrative but also so
0: it's a good enough deal for people to buy their Fanatic packages or to come to their event, right? Just keep giving me those no text, no mana symbol basic packs. I'll keep showing up.
1: You keep showing up. And because so many more people are playing Commander at at the Magic Fests, they are turning into little conventions with cosplayers and stuff, and that is influencing vendors to bring... A different subsection of their product. They're not bringing their their foil masks, brainstorms, like I was saying last night at the bar. They're bringing their they're bringing their consecrated sphinx and they're bringing their weird shit from like Urza block that only gets played like in one commander deck. But they would sell all of them, the right?
0: Foil treasure troves and just jank foil binders, crap. Like fuck yeah,
1: yeah right. So. All good stuff. I think the the Commander Fest direction and the growth of Commander as a part of Magic Fests was almost a hundred percent strictly positive in twenty
0: nineteen. Agreed. Agreed. We just got to get those Commander Fests up here in Canada. Not to Toronto. Not to or... m-
1: well, at Toronto for the Toronto people. At Montreal, fine. yeah.
0: But let's do one out here so we can go.
1: Let's go Calgary. Let's go Edmonton. Let's go Vancouver. We want these at our. In the western side of the country. Yes. There's millions of people that live in this part of the country. The difference is there's fucking so much more space. We're just spread out. But we'll go. We'll all go. Moving on. Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. Hey, and listen, Vancouver's got like 2 million people. The greater Vancouver area got a ton of fucking people. And it's nice. It's huge.
0: It's like the fourth biggest city in the country. They have black widow spiders there that are super scary, but they don't kill that many people. Listen, if you've got black widow spiders, it's warm enough...
1: For people to not hate going there like in March. Correct. So bring up a bring up a Command Fest, bring up a Magic Fest. People will go. We sure will. i
0: will go twice. Yeah, I included us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are people.
1: We are people that could go. It'll okay. Be good time. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Set releases in twenty nineteen. There were lots of them. Who baby? Oh now, shit. I don't think lots of set releases are a bad thing. It's like killing me with kindness. It's like killing me with beer. Sure. You give me a beer, I'm gonna drink it. Sure. Right? And like, just keep buying me free beer. I'm not going to complain. Yeah. But for whatever reason, people were complaining that it's too many sets.
0: Well, the beer wasn't free. Okay, good
1: point. And as creators, like when we put a, a podcast on or watch YouTube, we are watching other creators that are complaining about how often they need to do a set review as opposed to creating something organically, going through the creative process. We're just reviewing something that somebody else created. I think that's where a lot of the stigma of there's too much in 2019 came from. Sure. And the other thing that I think is from June, like month six, the halfway point of the year, to the end of the year, that's where the majority of the magic product that we saw came to.
0: There was a lot of it.
1: So I've got the dates here. January twenty fifth, Ravnica Legions. That's a good one. That's a good one. Brought back Shocklands, bunch of legends. We were in Ravnica, so it's never really bad. There was lots of good stuff happening there. May third,
0: War of the Spark. That was the one. That was the explosion. That was the big one.
1: That okay. was that was literally the explosion. The 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 Liliana trailer, and that was the first set that we were like. Re- they, they were really pushing hard with Arena and saying come fucking play it's better than Hearthstone it's the biggest game in the world and it
0: exploded yeah like it was huge the The packs were really good the, the cards were cool everybody was excited to see everything promotional remember... material like ads on, on YouTube and, and social media platforms were really good a yeah, real good trailer it, I, I that was the one and only time I think that we've like we drove to an event and home from an event just talking spoilers the whole time
1: the whole time coming home from Calgary is right when they launched a whole bunch of walkers. And we were like, what about this one? What about that one? This one? That one?
0: Yeah. Like, and we were theorizing about what they could do. It was a very exciting time. And the set, like, it, was it the greatest set of all time? No. But it was really cool. It had good, lots of cool shit in it.
1: Good story, right? They they really tied in the flavor of the cards to the story with, like, those those four or five cards sets that would tell the story. Like, when Gideon got on that horse and it got fucking stabbed and he fell down and he, Rakdos caught him and shit, right?
0: Yep. That was cool. And then he ate a big plate of shit. Yeah. Good.
1: Spoiler alert. I don't know. It's the end of the year. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. So I'm laying in bed in Calgary at our Airbnb. All the dude bros. It's like fucking eight in the morning, and we were up till four, and I'm just (laughs) I'm not even hungover yet. I'm still hammered. Yeah. So I'm laying in bed, and this Liliana trailer comes on, and I watch it. I don't don't know where you were. I think you were in the shower, because it was like Evan and Jesse and maybe Lenny out in the living room. I hear them talking, and I'm watching this Liliana trailer, and I'm like just into it hey and i'm like borderline tears because it's like this is this is an evocative
0: like powerful trailer it's the culmination of like a not a decade-long storyline but
1: a decade-long storyline and it was to that really slow solemn and eerie in the end lincoln park and chester bennington had died in 2019 all this shit came together i'm laying in here i watch this fucking trailer and it ends and it's like fucking war of the spark magic and I'm like, holy shit, you guys, did you watch the fucking trailer? And I hear I hear Evan from the living room. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> right? We're yelling across this house that this trailer is just so good. It was um in in design or in creation. you're trying to create a moment, yeah, right. you're not you're not trying to just like convey information. you're trying to invoke an emotion. Um, and that trailer did it for me. It really it's it it spoke to me in a way that was like, this is one of the reasons that I really love magic because they can tell a story. Even if I don't like the story, even if the story's not very good, I know what it is. I know the characters and I'm invested in them. And I know the colors of magic and the personalities of the characters that fall into that, all that stuff. And they summed it up for me very nicely in
0: the War of the Spark trailer. Yeah. See, when my first experience with the trailer was, I heard all the yelling while I was in the shower, and then I flopped <laughs> out of the bathroom like a magic carp out of a pokeball. Yeah. Flip, 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 and I crawled over to the couch like a seal it, out of water. And I put it on, and I'm like, I'm too drunk to give a shit about <laughs> this right now.
1: <laughs> there's like a There's like a stamp on the floor. It looks like a cowskin rug of like just like wet Brando body imprints on the tile
0: floor. <laughs> yeah. It was. So I was a little bit less touched emotionally by it, but I did understand the significance and I was pumped about it too. Like yeah. I was excited for that set too, just like everybody else.
1: Yeah, it was great. So that was in May. Remember, Calgary was in March, so it was like still a month and a half out or whatever. Yeah. We come to June. June oh, 14th shit. was Modern Horizons. Oh, my God. Okay, cool. So they, they're they swinging this sack around in the air, right? And Every time it comes back around, it smashes us in the face with a new magic product. And the sack
0: is a little heavier every time.
1: Every fucking time. And our wallet is a little bit lighter. Yes. And that's where some of the burnout happened is like everybody said, oh, these this next set, this next set is so awesome, but I don't have any money left. I spent it all. Yeah. And Watsi doesn't give a shit. They're, they're like, oh, fuck, who, who does have money left? We'll just market it at them. Yeah, we'll they, take oh, their money. oh, you spent it all? Good. Good. See you next year. Yeah.
0: Right. And we'll fucking go and talk to this guy, which is fine. That is, that's in- how governance and corporate stuff works. And at the end of the day, it's a business to make money, and that's fine.
1: Yeah. And we have to acknowledge that. And we have to be okay with setting a budget and sticking to it or not owning everything. I talked about that in a face to face article I wrote. Um, hey, there's another development in 2019. I wrote an article for face to face. There you go. There we go. So, June 14th, Modern Horizons. Good set. Great set. Great set. Lots of staples, lots of new stuff, lots of good reprints.
0: Lots of trash, lots of dud packs.
1: Yeah, but you know what? The card stock, very good for alters. Just throwing that there, out
0: there. There we go. Every Thursday on our Facebook page. There we
1: go. Got to find positive in everything, right? <laughs> okay, so 28th of June. This is two exact weeks later. Gideon Spellbook. Now, we don't really care about these, but as Commander players, there were prolific reprints, foils, alternate art frames
0: that some amount of the population did want. Evan bought one, I think, and he yeah. was pumped about it. Aiden, I think, got a couple too. Like, we know lots of people that bought the spellbook. I don't think we did. I did not. I own zero spellbook cards, period. Um, it it really leaned into Gideon
1: dying in War of the Spark really hard, which was just a, a, another kind of way to
0: tie everything together, which I appreciated. Which is good. Cool, but he's the most white bread planeswalker that they have, so whatever. Yeah, my point
1: is is two weeks later we got Gideon's spellbook. It was largely forgotten about because at the same time we were receiving Corset 2020 spoilers because July fifteenth, two weeks later, yep. two weeks and change, whatever, Corset 2020 launches. So it's been it's been essentially one month from the fourteenth of June to the fifteenth of July, we had three products. One of them three. One of them a double priced premium product. Yes. Okay, fine. Core, Core 2020 had a ton of legends,
0: multicolored legends. Good set. Lots of neat stuff in there. liked it a lot. Lots, lots yep. of elementals, which I appreciated. I liked that set lots.
1: Same weekend as Magic Fest Las Vegas. Six weeks later. No, so, sorry. Five weeks later, yeah. Commander 2019. Ooh. Touted as Wizards' most successful bout of Commander decks to date.
0: I would suggest based on the growing swell of popularity in the game, not necessarily the decks themselves.
1: I would tend to agree, and I would also add that compared to 2018 and sort of 2017,
0: they are m- much improved. Agreed. Well, I mean, I think we can all agree that 2018 was not the best year, they were a big letdown.
1: They are comparable to the 2011 decks if the 2011 decks were released in 2018
0: yeah like the right? 2011
1: they, decks were great because they were the first ones but by and large
0: they are just not very good yeah and these decks just they didn't hold water and that's whatever and the ones before were hit and miss like the tribal ones were just some were good some were yeah bad.
1: i think th- the biggest thing with the tribal one is the price per deck went up and we only got four decks yeah. Right? That was that was the big thing. And they gave us fucking eminence, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so some people like that, some people don't, right? Yeah. Um, I, I, I think that the golden standard for commander decks is C16. That was the partner's ones with Atraxa and like um, Brea and Saskia, right?
0: Yeah, there was some good stuff in there.
1: Those were, those are the ones that p- I think people regard as the, the best ones. And to compare 2019 to those is a fairly high honor and certainly better than 2018 and 17.
0: Yes. Are these the ones that people are going to be talking about three years from now? No. No. I, well, I don't. maybe we, we'll wait. We'll, we'll get to that when we get to the future section of the show. Uh, yeah, there you go. But uh, we'll see.
1: So September, we took off from products as cool. we kind of like had to take it all in.
0: Thank God.
1: Right. But spoiler season didn't actually like stop. Nope. Right? Because in October. Throne of El Drain launched on the 4th. My mom's birthday.
0: Throne of Elk Drain, as people have been calling it.
1: Yeah, that's real life. We got one of the most powerful planeswalkers of all time in Oko, Thief of Crowns. Yep. We got a kind of a top-down fairy tale set, which I know you super like, because you like that top-down I design. Do.
0: I do like that lots.
1: Um Reminiscent of original Innistrad and what have you, right? Yep. So, I mean, cool set, cool mechanics, cool kind of flavor, storyline. Ultimately, though, I think I can speak for both of us when i say in terms of commander playables that we would randomly open in boosters a little bit of a letdown yeah the some of the rares and a bunch of the mythics of course those are going to be commander playable but by and large we we missed out on i maybe that's not even right because like they gave us all those lands like all the common lands that have land types what those the, see play what the,
0: I- There was some removal spells. I think that being like, here's a utility card, here's a... It's like, you can replace your removal spell with this. Like, I don't know if I count that as being something awesome. Like, here, you can replace Mortify with Despark or whatever. Like Yeah, okay. It's whatever. Like, give me a Torbrand. And they did. Give me a Kenrith. Like, those they got, but was there a ton of that stuff? There was one broke-ass one in the Lady of the Lock. Yeah. And then Torbrand Brown is like a me thing, so I look at it as being the best thing of all time. And... There was two
1: different aristocrats, one in Sir Conrad and uh, Alila. No, not Alila. Uh, what's the other one? The the other black aristocrat one? The black, black, black one? I, I, Ay- Ay- Ayula? Ayula or something? Yeah. First, of the, first of the Lockthuane? Her.
0: Yeah, whatever. There was two
1: of the yeah. same one in black, which was just a little bit weird. And then the white one got nothing, so it was definitely a miss there. Like that. Yeah, that's fine.
0: I am totally cool with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh,
1: I think that that was my my biggest qualm with the set was that black, black, black one and the white, white one, attack gain a life one. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Like those two could have maybe been switched, and I would have been completely fine. And ultimately, like that Orzov Aristocrats deck. Would have had the exact same experience, except black, black, black would have been white, white, white. And white would have gotten something that gave it a little bit of reach into its like its, battalion of soldiers dying. It could have gotten some life back, which sure. would have been great for white.
0: Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Throne of Eldraine was fine. It was a good way to end because it wasn't another thing that had a whole bunch of stuff that I personally was chasing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And
1: from a personal aspect, that's that's yeah. a fine thing to yeah, to, man, like, to say.
0: I picked up some cool stuff. I think that lots of people got the stuff, but nobody was super pumped. Like, I need to get every mythic in this set because I'm going to play all of them. Just multiple copies of Great Hinge for all your green decks. Exactly. To so get a <laughs> bunch of Great Hinges and a Torbrand brand and a, that's it.
1: <clears throat> so, transitioning. I'm not quite ready to transition to 2020, but I do want to say this. So, June, July, August, October... We got all those sets in the latter half of the year. By the end of 2020, I'm willing to bet that we're going to see a product, like a major set release or a supplemental product every single month. So 12 product releases or more in 2020. And I just want to reiterate that if you have a budget or you really think that you want to own a lot of Magic cards, pace yourself and buy what speaks to you because you don't need to own everything they are leaning very hard into the fear of missing out people are speculating that the secret layers are going to turn into loot crates and you have to subscribe to get them and while that is a fine business practice the value isn't always going to be there for your subscription money if you also play mtg arena you're not always going to get arena codes with your sealed physical products so you're you're going to have to double spend Right? Instead of being able to just get free shit on Arena because it's fucking free on Arena for them after they like initially design it and
0: monetize it. Yep.
1: After that, it's free. So just be careful because there's a lot of products coming out.
0: And you can see a lot of that in the Eldrain release as well. We didn't really touch on that where Eldrain was like, you could see where they were releasing the product for everybody else. And then the. The money sponge, as I called it, for everybody that still had some of money left over after the summer of Magic, they made sure that they sucked it all up with super packs and alternate art everything and premium this and premium that. I think you're going to see a lot more of that.
1: Oh, yeah. I was just going to say it's only going to continue. If you want
0: to transition
1: into 2020 now, uh, our first set is Theros Beyond Death. We've seen the trailer. Not as good as the Liliana trailer. I'm going to no. throw that
0: out there. No, I got something I want to say about this set when you're done.
1: Okay. I think it's going to be a good set, good flavor. We get to see the Therosian Underworld, which is going to be super cool. We get super packs again. We don't get Planeswalker decks released with this product. I think that we get dual decks. I think this is the last set that we get dual decks because in 2020, with each major set release, they're flipping over to two or three, two. Two. New commander decks that are hundred percent reprints, except for it's theorized, the three commander cards that come with the box, like the the
0: face cards, if you will. Sure. So what do you want to say about Theros that has eaten you away? Okay, Theros. I was thinking about this really hard. Now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say a thing, but before I say a thing, I'm a huge nerd. I have a podcast where I talk about Magic the Gathering. I play Magic three, four nights a week. I'm a nerd too. Theros? For somebody who isn't up on all the magic lore, Mm -hmm. as you are much more than I am, I don't give a shit about anything that's happening in this set at all (laughs) because I'm not a magic story nerd. I don't care about Elspeth. I didn't even know she was dead. Until somebody told me during War of the Spark. That's so great. Like I, d- you're like, where's Elspeth? I thought she was like doing she's, some. Whatever. She's so good. Oh, she's dead. Oh, okay. And then somebody tried to tell me like, I don't, I don't, I don't care why she's dead. Like I don't, I don't care. <laughs> That's great. But like the set is very pointed at that, and I think. This is just this is the curmudgeon me talking. We addressed this earlier in the in the game. There seems to be a lot more graveyardy mechanics mm-hmm. that are going to come out in this. And there's two things that's going to happen if they're going to do graveyard mechanics. One, they're going to break formats wide open like they did in original Ravnica where they invented Dredge, or they're going to throttle it back so hard it's going to be Megamorph and it's going to do nothing. So I think that this next set is going to be another Eldraine where there's lots of really cool stuff. And there's lots of stuff to get excited about, but I think on a whole, I think the set's going to be kind of forgettable. Just like the original Theros. There's some great stuff, but nobody gives a shit about Constellation.
1: Yeah, like the Enchantress players do, but they're not that many. Yeah, they're printing another... There's, they're, of course, there's gods, yeah, and there's then a, there's like Nykthil
0: Shrine to Nyx. Yeah, there's, there's gods, and there's a new Enchantress that's a great card, and sure, but for everybody that doesn't play those whatever
1: yeah and then like there's ashok and elspeth that's who we know right now and elspeth has got that like escape ability where you can like remove cards from your graveyard to cast her from your graveyard that is very akin to to delve which is a graveyard mechanic like you said and it is like a powerful graveyard mechanic at that so i think that this having the card have to be in your graveyard you've had to have gotten it there some way which i
0: I can't imagine how you would start your turn and put five cards into your graveyard well with the card that
1: has escape specifically or whatever it's called like you have to do some work to get it in there or it has to naturally die in which case you you might not have gotten max value off of it if somebody attacked it um so that is a way to throttle it but it is a mechanic that we must keep an eye on because like you said graveyard mechanics are Ooh. Yeah. They're a dangerous one. It's like putting free or zero on a card.
0: Exactly. Putting so it
1: cast it from your graveyard on a card is like look at all the uh all the mono black beaters in Pioneer right now. All those all those cards that were like, oh, I can get this one two or this two one camp block back and now that's like the deck in
0: pioneer right because yeah, like turn- there's a redundancy of them. turns out having 16 to one camp blocks that you can get out of your graveyard for basically free is pretty good <laughs> yeah right oops <laughs> so i like that it that's not a super hot take but it is a it's a warm take yeah i think that it's it is what it is and F. L. Smith, i don't care that she's back so that's theros beyond death word january
1: 24th okay that's fine that's coming up right away yeah, Couple of well, weeks. that's why we're seeing previews already. In a few weeks, here we go. So there it is. Look forward to preview season, next one, Icoria Lair of Behemoth. This is April twenty fourth. This is our first look at the twenty twenty official Commander product. Okay. They moved it ahead to April as opposed to August or November of old, and they are giving us five whole decks. Ooh. I believe that there's 70 new cards instead of the standard 55 new cards that we've gotten in previous years. Whoa, man. So I don't quote me exactly on those numbers, but I think that's what it is. The point of the story is, is we're getting more new cards than we've ever gotten before in Commander products.
0: And those have never been chase cards, so don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're... You know, give me give me another docside extortionist. I need like I still need another one. I have two. I still need another one. Come on. <laughs> Come on. So, I imagine with the success of 2019 Commander product, we're going to see things in a similar suit. We're going to see additional battalion things. We're going to see a, a lot of tie into um Theros mechanics and we're going to see whatever is like the main theme of Akoria. I like,
0: hope it's giant dudes
1: assembling like um, what is it called from eldritch moon the meld mechanic where you like take two or three cards and make them into big ones there's talk about cards that like fold over so they have like a whole bunch of different sides there's talk of like i've even heard of like Cards where you need two or three cards and you can put them into like sleeves that are joined like the long way. So you open them kind of like a trifold pamphlet. So there's like a whole bunch of different cards that make up one big behemoth that you have to assemble. There's all these different rumors that I've heard.
0: Sounds like hell. Yeah, I don't know what to think of
1: it yet because uh, It Sounds like playing magic in hell.
0: That's what it sounds <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> well, when you think of the meld mechanic where you needed like Gisella and Bruna or whatever their names were and they flip over into Brunella, Bruce Yeah, Br- yeah whatever the Brizarella, f- whatever the hell. Whatever her fucking was. name was. That was cool. That was remember InDesign. That is a moment when you got to flip over your um Hanweir Garrison, Hanweir oh. Battalion into Hanweir the Writhing Township and just
0: fucking wreck house. Oh yeah, I beat the shit out of everybody in that game.
1: And that's oh. a moment that you'll remember, and that is in my mind, one of the things that makes for good design. And if we can if we can kind of like concoct or breed these behemoths or like play God and build our own monster.
0: That'd be cool. That
1: is cool if I describe it that way.
0: Yeah, sounds all That's kind of
1: cool. So those are the kinds of rumors I've been hearing, reading, seeing... I'm on Reddit and various forums, blah, 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 right?
0: Don't let me be the little Satan that sits in your corner. Remember when they did that in the unset and you hated it? I did, and yeah. I was going to bring that up. <laughs> Specifically,
1: I hated it in the unset because they did it in a very un-way where they're like, oh, look at this cutesy, cutie, fucking kitten. Like, give me a break. I don't want, I'm not i am not a cute thing. I'm not a guy who loves cats or puppies or doggos or like good boy tribal. Like, I'm not into that. That's just not me. I know that it is for somebody. It's like the secret lair cats. Like, give me a break break.
0: You want a rocket kangaroo? No. No? No. You want a rocket goblin?
1: I that at least fits. Those two <laughs> things at least
0: are like kind of in on flavor. Maybe what they're going to do is they're going to have new partner commanders where like on the back they all have like a different thing. Like they'll have a bunch of guys that are heads, then they'll have like a guys that are bodies and other guys that are legs. And if you can get all three of them out at the same time, you can. Yeah, I don't mind that. I That'd don't mind that. He's kind of like that,
1: what's that game, Werewolf or whatever, where you're trying to assemble like the head, the body, and legs? Or uh, Cootie. C- cootie? Sure. I, I don't know what game. Like I only play Magic. Sorry, everybody. I don't watch movies. I don't play any other games. <laughs> I just play
0: Magic. I, don't have I time. played, I played <laughs> Cootie when I was a kid. It's, it's a good game. Okay. But it's, it could be a thing.
1: Yeah, I'm into that. I'm into, you brought up partners. I'm into seeing partners any time in 2020, like the Swinger ones that can partner with anybody. I just want another red-green one. That's all I want. I, just want. I just want monocolor ones. Just give me monocolor ones that have shitty abilities that are, like, maybe outside of that color's ability to do something. Like, give me something off color that I can pair with something of that color. Like, has to partner with something blue. Like, you've got a red commander that, like, draws you a card. But you have to pair it with a blue commander. That's a way to throttle, like, red drawing cards for free or white drawing cards for free. You have to pair it with a blue commander. Worst. Right? And while I don't think they would ever do that because it's obviously a color pie break, there are ways to throttle that color pie break by partnering it with something of the appropriate color that does that. Sure. Or just give me like shitty single color partner with anything commanders that I can just partner with anything else
0: to give me more combinations to build new unique decks. Just make the decks good is the moral of the story. And don't give me a bunch of crap with a bunch of split cards and bullshit on them because I'm gonna hate on all of them forever and I don't want to do that.
1: Well said. You yeah. know what you know what I liked about that the most just make the decks good. Yeah, that's at the end of the day that's what we want. Put because... put good reprints in them and print new cards that are that see play in established uh, strategies archetypes and give us commanders that open up new design space yeah i think those are the three the, the big three give me new interesting stuff give me new interesting commanders give me good reprints that aren't like fucking a dollar like give me valuable reprints so i don't have to spend all my money yeah throw us a bone you know and like we're throwing a- you a bone by buying your product once a month because that's how often we're going to get it yeah. throw us a bone with some like high-value reprints. And
0: it's not like there's a secondary market you're trying to protect, so...
1: Yeah, now that you're just printing singles for your damn self. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Go That's fine. It. You know what? We're going to see more secret layers. We, we are. S- we're going to see them. We are. We'll uh, talk
0: about that on YouTube this week or last yeah. week. Between the two of us, we bought one. I bought one. <laughs> uh, I, bought, I, I, I buckled. I bought it and... Which ones you get? Kaleidoscope killer. Kaleidoscope killer, because I wanted that sliver card. It cost me so much goddamn money to so ship it to Canada. Get on it, Hasbro. Fix that. So I'm really hoping that uh, my stained glass planeswalker isn't a piece of crap. Partner with anybody who's gonna
1: help you ship it to Canada for cheaper, because there are 40 million people in this country that are gonna. Not all of them are gonna buy it, but lots of them will. Yeah. Right. Like you. You have. Some of the biggest markets in North America, in Toronto and Montreal and Vancouver, like Toronto's the third, fourth biggest city on the continent, like people are going to buy your shit, ship it to it. Canada for cheaper. Yeah. That <laughs> being said, if they do any any um, any secret layers that speak to me, I'll spend the money. I'm going to. You did. Yeah, I did. I'll do it. I'll put my money where my mouth is if there's something that I like. I'm, I'll am I'll say that.
0: There it is. There it
1: is. Give me Animar secret layer. Just like three different printings of Animar. <laughs> Lord of
0: Dresserhorn Lair. Ooh, now well, what do we got now?
1: Okay, so moving on. Zendikar Rising, third quarter. We don't know a whole bunch about it. It is like the adventure world. We're gonna get two new commander decks, 100% reprints except for the face cards. Sure. Okay, cool. As long as the decks are good with great reprints, because that's that's like you you're not giving us new cards, so give us good reprints. Yep. Give us interesting commanders. Commander collection green. Ah. We talked about this at the bar the other night after EDHM. This is in the third quarter as well, so sometime between July and September, June, June July and September, whatever it is. I think that once a card on the secondary market hits between tw- 25 27 and 30 bucks, $35, bucks, it is very difficult to reprint because investors are going to buy the sealed product and it's not going to help the cost of that single go down because it's not going to be available because the people that have all the wealth in the market are going to use it to obtain the most stock so what do they how do they counteract that they print singles that are below that kind of 30 dollar threshold so i said to you you said you want doubling season oracle of moldiah i said sylvan library concordant crossroads and i said Balls that, we're not going to get not one of those because they're all too expensive.
0: And that's why I'm saying that 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 product will fail. It will be a failure if it doesn't have doubling season. Straight up, it's a failure. Unless it comes out with secret layer doubling season, it's a failure, period. Ooh, secret layer tokens. Like, full stop. It's a failure. If you can't reprint, a, if you can't put a reprint that people want in your set because you're worried about investors, then sell the singles yourself because you're doing it now. Don't give me a product that I can't have that's got a bunch of fucking crap in it. If there's a forest in that fucking set, I will not buy it. I don't care what's in it, I will not buy it. The Commander
1: Collection Green, if it includes a forest, I you're will not buy, buy it. What, what buy if it's, it's Dryad Arbor? Don't care. Don't. Don't
0: care. <laughs> don't care. If there's a goddamn forest, if that forest isn't a Tega, I will not buy it. I will not. If there's a basic <laughs> land of any type in that goddamn set. I will not buy it. There's a take. That is a take. Is that our first hot Brando take? I think so. Free,
1: free, free.
0: Got there. So, it, it has the opportunity to be so goddamn good and we know that they're willing to just sell shit direct to us to yeah. prevent people from just scooping them all up. So just make the product good so that people will buy it. Don't. Oh, it's got new art, but look at this rampant growth, it's got a beautiful new picture from Ron Spencer, fuck you, give me something that I actually want. Ooh, I'd
1: buy a Ron Spencer rampant growth. I would too, on the singles market. <laughs> yeah, what you said. Yeah. From face-to-face.com. That's Canada's right. Magic That's 100%. right. 100 <laughs> So, I I agree, and you know what the X factor with these is, is there's going to be all foil, and all non-foil.
0: Correct. So...
1: Of course, the foil one is going to demand a higher price because that's like people are just going to pay it. Yep. Even though there's no such thing as MSRP anymore, fine. I while that is an X factor, I don't think that's going to incentivize wizards to to print all those high value cards and say, oh well, you can get it for cheaper if you buy the non foil ones. And like the investors and the people that want to buy the, on the secondary market and the ballers are going to spend the, the money on the foil ones. I don't think we're going to see a, a Sylvan Library. We're not going to mm. see a a what else did I say? Oracle Maldiah doubling season. What about the, the doubling season just for tokens or the doubling season just for plus one plus ones?
0: Uh, parallel lives and parallel lives. And I can't remember the other primal
1: one. surge, primal the one from Commander 13, prosh deck. That one, yeah,
0: that's what we're probably going to get. Honestly, that's what you're probably going to see in, in green. It's a doubling season,
1: yeah. And you know what? Not terrible, but also not doubling season. It's not doubling
0: season, yeah. Just print doubling so. season.
1: I don't know. You had a hot take. I'm I'm interested to see what it is. I want three visits, which is a $70 P3K card. I want Nature's Lore because it doesn't exist in foil. Shout out to Dana Roach. I don't know.
0: I'll take a Genesis wave. Oh,
1: yeah? Yeah. On the secondary market, though, if there's no doubling season and if there is a forest. Correct. <laughs> so you've got all these riders on whether you're going to buy it or not. That's right. <laughs> you just needed
0: like a flow chart. <laughs> that product, had better be goddamn good. Or like they took away all these other things for it. And well, we are probably going to kill it before they get to spellbook red, so right. make it good. Yeah,
1: I think we l- we're losing, we we're losing dual decks and we're losing, like, um, Planeswalker spellbooks. And we're getting two commander decks per set, and we're getting col- commander collection, mm-hmm. and right?
0: The, and the downside of the, like, there's no dual decks, there's no Planeswalker decks. Well, yeah, but you have these commander decks. And how good were those Planeswalker decks? They're shit. And yeah. the Planeswalkers in them are shit. So, uh, and the reprints in them are shit. Is, any, so, is
1: anything that we're going to get in the way of Commander, the, those two decks with all reprints, are those going
0: to be a strict upgrade? Probably, right? Well, you get more cards. You do get more cards. You get more physical cards. But I bet that... You bet get the, a deck that you can
1: build a Commander deck out of. I would
0: bet that those two are going to be just fine i don't think they're the ones that are going to blow doors off of anybody i don't think anybody's going to be surprised there's going to be no doubling seasons in those no i think it's just going to be fine those do give us an
1: opportunity to obtain for 40 bucks let's call it that's what they're going to cost us they do give us the opportunity to have a plethora of that two to ten dollar card injected back into the economy
0: yeah, that would so be a good place two to, to put an, an arcane signet yeah, or something.
1: Two, yeah, exactly. 2 to $10 cards. Fucking print that card into the ground, right? Every commander deck should have an arcane signet this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 2 to $10 cards in those decks make all of those cards $1 to $5 cards. They cut the bottom and the top end of that spectrum in half.
0: I dig it. Which
1: is great. Yep. So if we're getting nine commander decks this year instead of four, like we got last year, that is more than double the amount of commander decks that should for staples cut the price in half plus yep yeah if we see printings of all of the staples in um multiple decks that's that's my theory we'll see how she goes yeah we'll we'll see what they do okay moving on here the following thing last thing we're going to preview for the the 2020 preview show oh baby quarter four so this is the end of the year this is going to be the november christmas kind of product and it's the big one commandy legends baby now designed as a draftable product. Of course
0: it's draftable.
1: With 20 card boosters. Ooh. So if you're into commander cube, there's a couple different creators that have done videos on that. Command Zone and Commander's Brew have both done videos on that, so you can search those up. Sounds super premium. It is going to be premium. Remember, 20 card boosters, so yeah. they are going to de- they're they're going to demand a higher price there's, just cuz there's more cards.
0: There's an extra rare in there
1: are extra rares. There is a guaranteed foil in every pack, so they're probably going to be those super waxy Japanese printing press fucking cards that I can't alter. Yep. I can still alter them. Just get at me. Just, just know that they're more difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Along with that, we are going to get a total of 70 new legendary cards. Jesus. What that means is legendary lands, planeswalkers, legendary enchantments and sorceries probably, and legendary creatures to build commander decks around. They, they've they used the language specifically legendary cards to encompass all of those things, mostly to give us as little information as possible, but also as a little bit of a hype to allow us to speculate.
0: So, any hot takes. I think that this set is going to be exactly like Modern Horizons, where it's going to have a few cards in it that are bomb, baller, out of fucking control... And then every pack you open is going to be disappointing.
1: They're going to be like on the level of the uncommon legendary creatures from Dominaria or, or Eldraine.
0: Those guys were great. Those, But I'll bet you there's going to be some really powerful Planeswalkers. I'll bet you there's going to be some pretty cool reprints. But at the end of the day, it's a draftable set. And you're going to end up with a whole bunch. Everybody listening right now. Okay, here it comes. Here it comes, everybody. Take your favorite commander deck. Okay. Look at all the cards in it. How many cards in your deck, real life, are fucking common? Really. How many commons do you play in, like, your really good EDH decks? Uh, how many do you want me to say? 20? There's not very many. Oh, it's 10? It's not half your deck. It's not most of your deck. So here's this draftable set where it's like, let's play Popper Commander with some shit reprints, like the Dragons from Kamigawa and all this crap because you know it's going to be in there. You know they're going to print a bunch of dud rares, go along with the bomb rares because it's a draftable set and it's a premium product. It's a premium draft experience. It's going to be a $75, three-and-a-half-hour draft to play a deck that's a piece of fucking garbage. And the set's going to have okay stuff in it. It's going to be fine. I'm excited about it. I'm going to buy it. I hope I'm wrong. But I will, I'm will. i willing to bet that every sealed piece of thing that I open in this, this set is going to be crap.
1: And you're gonna obtain what you want through the secondary market. Exactly. And you're gonna buy foils and you're gonna pay the foil premium on it because it is of the premium product variety.
0: And the foil premium on everything is going to be ungodly. Just like Renin Six. Yeah. Just like Prismatic Vista. Just like the first sliver. Just like Morphone. Is that all of the good cards? Just like those two swords? Like Urza. It- Urza. Yogmoth. Yogmoth. There's Prismatic so- Vista said that one. Oh, there were so many but there's like there's gonna be so many good cards in this set but they're all gonna be mythic and they're all gonna be hard to get and the rest of it's gonna be meh whatever that's the take that's what i think that's what i think i mean there's probably gonna be like a less less than rampant growth you know what i mean like they're gonna print a bunch of crap like that like they, they're really hard for cultivate so maybe they'll make like another cultivate y-
1: yeah you know what there's gonna be cultivate and or kadama's reach Reprints, they can put things like Kadama's Reach in a product like this, like the other commander decks where they're not worried about Arcane or what have you, right? Because it doesn't matter. And nobody needs to know what that is. Are they going to choose Cultivate over Kadama's Reach? Yes, because Arcane and people don't know what that is. Yeah. But that's fine because they're the same card. Some of the stuff we don't know yet is other foils like... I'm trying to I'm racking my brain to remember if Gavin had said in his article or the release or whatever that there's a legendary or sorry, there's a, a foil legendary creature in every pack, or if it's a foil in every pack. And if there is a foil legendary creature in every pack, is there additional foil drops? And are they the same rate as other packs? That they just in 2019, they just increased the frequency of foil
0: cards in boosters. And since they're giving you a foil legendary creature in every pack, are all of them going to suck because they're giving you one in every pack? I guarantee,
1: I guarantee stamp, C.C.O. Ryan's stamp of approval, not every one of them is going to suck. I guarantee well, I mean, some of them are going to be very good and most of them are going to be played. There will be some that are not very good at all, but most of them you will see decks for. Sure. I'm interested to know because they are going to pack this product with commander playables both new and repr- or new and reprinted. I'm interested to see if there's additional foil drops of those cards, like maybe they're going to reprint Dockside Extortionist in this product and maybe we can get foils of it. This would be a great format for that. It's a yeah, great place. It's for that. it's the only place for it really because yeah. they're not going to print foils in, like, the commander decks, and they can't put Dockside Extortionist really anywhere else because can't have that just floating around standard.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, I, Not I, with food. Well, I mean, based Oak on. Oak was already too fucking good, dude. <laughs> now he's banned in standard. He's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's banned. He's fine. They can just that's, put, that's they right. can print Dockside Extortionist now. Yeah,
1: they'll ban him in Pioneer if Dockside Extortionist is fucking legal. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: this is the place for that.
1: Uh, ultimately, I mean, you, you, you poo-pooed on it a little bit, but I know that you're excited because we're
0: going to get... We're going to get lots of stuff that we want.
1: Think of every commander player demographic, like the Johnnies, the Timmies, the Spikes, the Vorthoses, the the people who like the Vorthoses who like the story of old, like me, the Invasion, the Masks, and the, the Tempest storyline. You've got people that like weird stuff, jank stuff, big stuff. Like, every type of commander player is going to be serviced with this product. And... Like, I'm, I'm not trying to hype it. I'm taking a very realist stance that, yes, you're right. Some of it's going to be no good. And some of it, because it's a draftable experience, I'm going to open up, you know, my my $2 cultivates that I can f- paint or whatever are going to be $0.10 cent cultivates, right? Uh, I I understand that that type of thing, even if it's not with cultivate, is going to happen. I well, underst- cultivate is going to happen. Cultivate's in that set. <laughs> I, I understand that. They are going to really lean into some already very established archetypes that are very popular. We're going to get more Orzov, like you know, aristocrats. Gonna more commanders. aristocrats. We're, we're going to get more m- cats. We're going to get more dinosaurs. We're going to get more pirates. Uh, all of that is welcome, but we're also going to get more broken card, like more broken commanders in blue, like the lady in the the water and like Urza. We're going to get more stuff for that that pub stomper guy that is like secretly playing CEDH and isn't going to tell us and it's going to be like this new thing. So it, th- this is the kind of product that you can s- take to your, your non-commander playing magic group and say let's play commander tonight let's all build decks out of this box and that's going to introduce people to the game and while that's good you're going to get people who don't understand the casual dynamic of the game and we're going to have to have the fight that we had in 2019 and that rule zero talk that that rule zero thing is going to happen all again in 2020 that's what I'm most scared of. Is because we did all the work and we f- really feel like we won. By the end of 2019, we're like, "Fuck yeah, Commander, we did it. We're all on the same page. Now let's inject, I- inject, inject, inject a whole bunch of new players that have no idea what the fuck they're doing,
0: right? And draft because no, everybody plays draft because it's fun and not to win. Exactly. Nobody drafts a draft deck because they want to win games, right? Yeah. Now I want this bomb, but no. Nobody knows what hate drafting is. Yeah, that's right. Right. Bomb removal. Everything else. That was almost an f bomb. I almost dropped it, but I didn't. I saved it. You saved it. That's right. So that that is. Uh,
1: you know what? Look at we. I, I've got extras at the bottom. We're crunch for time here. We already talked secret layers. We talked super packs a little bit. We're gonna see super packs for. Um, Theros Beyond Death. We're probably going to see Super Packs for Zendikar Rising.
0: We're going to get them. We're going to open them. We're going to be disappointed in them regardless of what we get. And it's going to be a great time for everybody. I'm looking forward to it.
1: I am looking forward to get this. This is CCO special right here. Okay. Super Packs, every set, open Flippy for days. Hell yeah. 100% we're going to do that. Absolutely we are. Everybody who watches the YouTube content knows that we're going to do that.
0: Here's what I'm excited for, the Super Packs. Yo. Full art, or I guess extended art, whatever the hell you want to call it. Four-color Omnath. it's, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. He's coming.
1: coming. It's coming in Zendikar. And I right. hope
0: I hope the fourth color isn't white.
1: V- Four-color commandy. Oh, it won't be white. He's oh. a bad guy. He's going to be black.
0: Hell yeah. For
1: sure. For sure. I'm excited for 20 card boosters open flippy for the Commander Legends. There we go. I'm 100%. I want to end this on the most positive note possible. The 2019 products, by and large, were good. We're good. We're borderline great, I would say. I would say they were great. The direction Commander and Magic Fest has taken in 2019 has been great. Almost unanimous and unanimously positive. Some hiccups, but we've grown as a community. That's great. Hell yeah. 2020, plenty to look forward to. Look at me. I sound like I'm doing a final thought of that. Yeah, I, I will hand it to you. I will. 2020 products look great. Got to be careful of that graveyard and Theros. Yep. Got to look forward to four-color Omnath in... Send a card? Fuck yeah. Gotta be weary of what we're spending money on with that spellbook green. All day long. All day long. Gonna open Flippy the shit out of super
0: packs and 20 card commander boosters. And we're going to a whole bunch of extra commander events this year, so we're gonna have to meet way more people oh, hey. in way more areas. Super pumped for that.
1: Thank our gracious overlords. Talk about our our Magic Fest experience coming up in 2020 with the final thought of the day.
0: Final thought of the day. Ryan basically encompassed everything that I was gonna say. The twenty nineteen, while there was some fatigue near the end, was a great year for both us and as a community and 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 I hope you guys as well being a part of our community as well as the greater EDH community as a whole. And I think 2020 is gonna be more of the same, and I think there's only anywhere that we the only place we can go is up. From here, and I think that's really, really great. So I'm really looking forward to it. If you want to meet us next year, uh, we're going to give you a few more chances to do that. There's face to face events that are local here that we're going to be at, thanks to face to face games.com, Canada's biggest magic store, in addition to being a sponsor of this show. I'm just going to interject. I think February
1: 2nd is the first of the Saskatchewan. Uh, February 1st is the f- First Saturday in February, that is the face-to-face open in Saskatoon. And the Regina one hasn't been announced yet because it'll be in the back half of the year.
0: We're going to be there. We're also going to be at Magic Fest in Seattle. We're going to be at Magic Fest Vegas. We're going to be at Magic Fest Anaheim. So if you're going to be at any of those, you're going to meet your boys Ryan and Brando from CCO Podcast. It's going to be a great time. And we're really looking forward to seeing you there. And we're going to look forward to entertaining you hopefully again for another year of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!